0: Just act like it's Shakespeare or something.
1: Oh my God, go. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have just act like it's Shakespeare as a clip? We need that. Just act like it's Shakespeare.
0: (laughs) Want me to say it again? Just act like it's... (laughs) Stop laughing. Mm -mm. Just act like it's Shakespeare. (laughs) Welcome to the Reply All podcast. I'm Mr. Johnson. Oh, we're Mister. Yes, I'm Mrs. Taylor. You're Mrs. Taylor. Mrs. Taylor. Yes.
1: So let's talk about why we decided to do this pod. Why we decided to okay. do this podcast. Say- we're both teachers at Longhogue High School. I have done podcasts in my classroom. Mr. Johnson was interested in doing podcasts in his classroom. I teach English,
0: and So uh, she's a real teacher. I teach automotive. Mm
1: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Real teacher. And we decided to work together having our students create podcasts.
0: Yes, exactly. So we figured we'd model them, model podcasts for them.
1: Good modeling. Good modeling. And uh,
0: exactly. That's what good teachers do. Mm -hmm. And uh, we decided to give it a shot and maybe make a few podcasts. One a month. One a month.
1: See, if we say we're going to do one a month.
0: We have to do we one have a month. To do, we yes. have to do one a month. Exactly. So there's our intro. Okay. Right. Right? So I know what you're asking. Reply all? Why reply all? Well, you ever get those emails that are sent out to every teacher at the school?
1: Sometimes... The entire district?
0: Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes My the entire district. Favorite. And all of a sudden, your mailbox is full of 20 emails mm-hmm. of people replying all.
1: I am that person.
0: And so is Mr. Garrett. <laughs> that worked.
1: And the famous one. What's it? The famous reply all that set off all other reply alls.
0: Oh, what was that? I forget what I it was. No,
1: everybody got angry and everybody started replying all what? to the whole district. flu
0: shots or something crazy like I that? I think
1: it was flu shots and then it was like, please remove me from this list.
0: Yeah, so remove me, Mr. Johnson, remove me from that list. Let's talk about our first topic.
1: First topic is
0: sarcasm.
1: Our favorite.
0: Our favorite, yes. The Lompoc
1: High School favorite too.
0: yes. We, uh, we had a consultant come in, our first... Very uh, nice man. Very nice man, and uh, very knowledgeable. But he said that... What did he say he exactly? He said,
1: sarcasm is a relationship destroyer.
0: So when this happened, the table I was sitting at <laughs> threw their arms up mm-hmm. and, and asked what we were going to do for 180 days. Yeah,
1: what else do we have if we don't have sarcasm? Yeah,
0: but there's a time and a place for sarcasm, I believe.
1: Since that happened, well, you know, now we all joke about how anytime anybody uses sarcasm, it's a relationship destroyer, and we, we call it out on each other, which is pretty fun. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's my, Absolutely. It's my
1: new favorite hobby. <laughs> yes. After replying all to yes. emails when I get no, the opportunity.
0: That's not my hobby.
1: That's my hobby. Yeah. So um, we like to call each other out on it. But since then, um, I read an article, honestly, read an article that talked about... Do you know um, how to read yeah.
0: Okay. That's,
1: that's what I do.
0: Oh, that's right. I have words.
1: <laughs> so I read an article that talked about the benefits of sarcasm in the classroom specifically. And I the I'm, benefits? Yeah.
0: Sweet. And
1: one of them said it's real world. And Is they it? can't take everything literally. They have to be able to decipher.
0: Do you think it's it do a, you think it's part of um, just the American culture now? How everybody's so sensitive to everything oh now though, God. too. I'm not saying anything political about any one political party. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying oh, really? that everybody's like hypersensitive to uh, somebody else uh, saying something. It just seems like everybody gets all bent out of shape, but you know, but like in my deciphering class, it? Um, I don't know. I just, I use a lot more sarcasm in my class. Cause I use it uh, because it's me yeah, and it's funny. Yeah. And it's funny. And, and, uh, I definitely use it a lot more with my juniors and seniors that have, mm-hmm. that have had me for three or four years where I'm one of those lucky teachers that I do have students for that long and you build a, a different relationship with them than you would if you only had a student for a year.
1: Yeah. That is one of my favorite part. Well, not about having them double, but cause I don't have that. Right. I did before. Um, but I, that's one of the things I enjoy about teaching seniors in general, like, I feel like they do get it
0: a little Yeah, bit they're just more mature like a freshman come in you kind of have they're I get a lot of freshmen and yeah, they are they're more delicate there's no doubt there and and you just you just have to watch what you say.
1: So, is it a relationship destroyer or is it building st- real world skills?
0: I st- both? No. No, I think it's both because you know, you do have some kids that are a little more sensitive than others. And if they don't know how to take you, especially if it's somebody doesn't know you Mm -hmm. and they don't know how uh, sarcastic you are, then it may just, I mean, first impressions, everything. Yeah. Don't you agree?
1: Yeah. So you got to pick the right kid to be sarcastic with.
0: Yeah. You have to feel it out. Yeah. I think so. But you know, it's especially my competition kids. I'm with these kids. So long mm-hmm. throughout the school year, you know, after school on, on weekends. And, and there
1: is a difference between like funny and rude. Yeah. Like not all sarcasm
0: is rude. Yeah. And, so, you know, sometimes I think it just as people in general, sometimes you say something and you go, oh, how's that going to be taken? And, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so yeah.
1: does it help us decipher tone and text messages or is that like too big? No, that's why
0: I hate communicating too and big email and text messages, especially like a reply all. But, um,
1: Love the reply all. <laughs> <But, laughs> Just a simple thank you.
0: Yeah, that's you know people. I, I am a face to face person. I, I don't send email as many emails as I should mm-hmm. uh, because I want to go talk to the person because I want to read facial expressions and so they know like if if I say yeah I can see why a two second email would take forever that if I say that they're going to understand mm-hmm. that it was sarcasm but if I type that they're going to think oh what a jerk that's what
1: i think when you email me
0: well who cares what you think
1: students staff or listeners if you would like to tell us what you think about sarcasm you can send us a voice message and be featured in our next podcast to do this all you have to do is click the link on our podcast page that says send voice message we would love to hear your thoughts So the format for our podcast is we are going to have teachers, staff, anybody that works at Lompoc High School, we're going to have them come in and we are going to interview them.
0: And try to make them sound interesting. Even when they're not. Maybe.
1: Possibly. So our first person that we are having in to interview is Mr. Rich Zellers. Okay. Mr. Zellers, according to the Lompoc High School webpage, Mr. Zellers teaches marine science and biology honors, which I don't think is true. I think he teaches other things. I mean, marine science. We'll have to ask
0: our next guest. We
1: will. Mr. Zellers is a longtime Lompoc High School instructor. He is our marine biology teacher and one of our honors biology teachers. He is a proud graduate of Cal Poly and a successful runner. When not teaching, you will find Mr. Zellers on his boat fishing, please contact Mr. Zellers with any questions or concerns. All right, so here's what some students have to say about Mr. Zellers.
2: I think Mr. Zellers, in my opinion, is the tightest teacher on campus.
1: Thanks a lot.
2: I would describe Mr. Zellers as one of
0: the most unique uh, teachers on this campus. He's definitely that one teacher that you're, like, after high school, you're going to look back on your high school years and definitely remember him. I think Mr. Zellers is a pretty cool and funny teacher that uh, has a lot of passion for the ocean life and going out and fishing and diving and just having a good
2: time.
1: He's really funny and has really funny stories to tell. He's always making the class laugh.
0: Here are some questions that teachers have for Mr. Zellers. Mr. Zellers,
2: what do you think of the Mariana Trench? What do I have to do to get a lobster
1: tail around here?
2: Has the removal of the tree of knowledge from in front of your classroom affected or perhaps even stunted the education of Lompoc High School students?
0: So uh, we're here with Mr. Zellers. How are you today? Tired. Tired. I'm ready to go, though. All right, good. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So question number one, who is Mr. Zellers?
2: Mr. Zellers, (laughs) well, I'm a teacher at Lompoc High, but I'm also a fisherman. I fish in the summers, and I'm a farmer. I get more respect as a fisherman or a farmer. So people ask who I am, that's generally what I say. I fish or I farm.
1: Strangers, you get more respect from strangers?
2: Yeah, like when the the farmers drive by on the road, they salute me in my tractor, you know. I (laughs) I get respect. Or I'm in the harbor, you know, my boat and I... But I also teach on the side, (laughs) but uh, most people would think I'm more of a teacher, but I try to do other things, so that's mostly it.
1: Okay, um, what was your favorite thing to do as a kid?
2: Fish. (laughs) Probably, I mean, most of the time, I I grew up on San Francisco Bay, and so my friends and I, we fished if we... If we didn't go to school or if it was on the weekend, we just rode our bikes down to the bay and we fished. Oh. What like, what age was that? When did you start? Uh, I probably started fishing in kindergarten. Dang. And then it kept going until hopefully this weekend they'll be out there. So we we'll were boating too. A lot of my friends had uh, sailboats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of wealthy Iranians in our neighborhood that came over uh when the, in the 70s when they had the problems over there and they came over and so i had some really wealthy iranian neighbors they had catamarans and yachts so i was out with them quite a bit um, do you
1: have a, like a fishing as a kid story
2: uh we well, yeah I'm sure that i sure you can tell of, um, yeah
1: <laughs> that you can share with yes. us yeah.
2: uh no, I got, I used to work for fishing game as a decoy. So I'd go out with, the, I got a job with the game wardens when I was little. So they would spy on people to bust them for like, you know, over possession, you know, hiding, catching too many fish and, uh, they would put me on the boat too. So it would look like a family. So, so I enjoyed that. I'd get out of school. And, so you were a paid snitch. Yeah. yeah you know, I would I just, do, I'd be on you the did back have to fishing. learn all the tricks. Yeah. So you could get away with the dirty stuff. Yeah, I, I was amazing what I learned actually watching these guys. It would be like eight wardens on the boat, and then me, and I was just to look like the kid fishing. You know, I just looked like the child. So, and I worked fishing all the way through college. I paid a lot of my college to commercial fishing, and I, I worked for Diablo Canyon. Because you went to uh, Cal Poly, right? yeah, I was in Cal Poly, so I fished quite whenever I could. I fished there on different boats and. It's pretty good,
1: really.
2: So, what is your biggest pet peeve? <laughs> Just, one. <laughs> Just one. Just one. We don't have two hours. You can hours. give
1: like a top ten list. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, you have to give me more refined. Like, <laughs> you mean like we're teaching or light with teaching? teaching
0: with teaching? What is your
2: biggest pet peeve?
0: Let's hear it. Uh, with students. With students. Oh, with students. Yeah. Think Other my, than being just a freshman,
2: yeah, yeah, I like my freshmen. I like them all. my My biggest pet peeve is I'm worried the kids are just too lazy now. Like they don't want to seek out. Uh, like I do a lot of diving and fishing, and growing up to find a diving spot or fishing spot, I had to go out and find it. I had to dive ten places and find one good one. Whereas now, kids would turn to the internet or ask, you know, where do I go? So they wouldn't be adventurous enough, adventurous enough to go out and do it themselves. Right, they would have to look it up and and have somebody else plan it for them. Whereas I think, I think it's taken away some of their creativity. I think some of the kids can deal with it, and some of the kids can't. But I think technology is. I mean, you're never going to stop technology, you know. But I think that uh, some kids, it's just. I think they sit around too much at home on their phones, and it's. It's okay for them to just stay up all night till one in the morning Snapchatting, Instagram, when mm-hmm. they could be out doing something. Right. So I think that hurts a lot of our population. I don't think they're adventurous anymore. Right. No, I get it. But when I was in high school, I, I drove across the country twice. Uh, once alone and once with my homie Mikey.
0: So um, let's hear about your homie Mikey. This yeah. sounds, <laughs> I think
2: we got to hear the story. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a good guy. But we drove, I went... Once to Indiana. And this um, is in high school? Yeah, I went once Christmas break and I missed a couple of weeks. and then once... I couldn't
0: imagine sending a high schooler across country.
2: No, I couldn't either. My dad was, as long as I didn't get in trouble, he was okay with stuff. It was a different time. Yeah, and I think I think the one time I went, uh, right when school got out, I think we took a road trip and went. But we didn't have any plans. We just drove until we, um, I worked a little bit in Wyoming and, uh, and then in Indiana and then. I just don't think kids have, and I'm not saying kids should take off and drive, right. but I just think they're not as adventurous anymore. You know, what, what I was really originally teaching here, I taught oceanography, well, all the kids went to the beach, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: very few of them ever spend time at the beach right. or anything. Else. Yeah, a lot
0: of them don't even get out of Lompoc.
2: No, they stay here. I'm not sure they want to. I'm not sure they're very adventurous anymore. Right. Hopefully I'm wrong. So.
0: Hopefully. Yeah.
1: What
2: was your worst teaching day? My worst teaching day? Mm-hmm. Uh, my worst teaching day had to have been uh, student teaching. I mean, you had a lot of days you don't like, but the uh, student teaching, I was just started college in my credential program at UCSB, and I was supposed to observe at Dos Pueblos. Mm-hmm. And when I got there to observe the teacher, he was an older guy and he wanted out, he'd had it. And he he asked me if I'd be ready to go the next day to teach. And so I went back to the university. I explained to them the situation. They said, yeah, this has happened before, you know, but they said, you don't teach till next semester. You're just supposed to observe. And uh, they said, do you want to do it? And I said, well, why not? I mean, that's just what the heck, what am I waiting for? I'm going to teach anyways. And so I, I went into a room, there was 52 kids. It was packed, and oh uh my God. It, they. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> are they
1: the same size rooms as ours, or are they?
2: Uh, a little bit bigger, but it was. You know, I remember it was the whole.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I was. At, it was kind of uh, the. Well, I don't want to be offensive here, but it was like the. I was kind of a lot of like the football crew and a bunch of kids that knew each other, and so, I just went in. They didn't know me, and I went to teach, and they started throwing paper. So. <laughs> So I kicked, I kicked, he said, I said, you throw the paper again, I'm gonna send you out. The kid looked at me and he tossed the paper. I said, okay, go out. And uh, I said, where do I go? And then I was like, "Uh "Oh, I I said, just go sit on the planter box. And then another kid said, if I throw paper, can I go too? I said, you throw paper, you're going too. So I got down to like four guys. then, (laughs) Then. and then about five minutes later, dirt clods started coming through my doors.
0: Nice. <laughs> <gosh. laughs> <What laughs> the oh,
2: they for... were seniors, you know. They started raining dirt clods wow. down. And I just shut the door, and the whole period you could just hear. <laughs> and when we went to get out. We couldn't move the door because there was so much dirt piled that Oh, that's funny. <gasps> See, yeah. that's
1: funny because they talk about like kids these days. They don't have respect like kids used to. But
2: yeah, no,
0: well, it's, it's always thrown been a dirt clod. Just no, that's different. It's way different than when I was Dirt clods. Yeah, clouds. our kids wouldn't work that hard. Oh, my God. There's yeah, rocks right there. Be They'd be
1: witty. fine. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah. They still don't do it. Yeah, I
2: don't know if that was my worst day, but it's one of my most memorable. I mean, now I kind of laugh at it. I probably wasn't laughing then.
1: What happened as a result?
2: Oh, enough, they turned out to be pretty good in the end. You know, I kind of won them over. They were just testing. Because they were bored. They had that old guy in there that wanted out. Kind of like me now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh <my laughs> Could you imagine fifty-two kids on your first no. uh, your first class? I wouldn't have made it through like the first fifteen minutes. I would have mm-hmm. gone insane.
2: Yeah, the good thing was when we started teaching, I was already um I actually got a job out of it because they needed a teacher at Carpentry High. And so since I was the only one in the program that had experience, I got the job down there. So, because
0: so they stuck started started 50 teaching. kids in yeah. a class so they could put yeah. two into one with you. Torture
2: So <laughs> you worked at Carpinteria first, actual yeah. job? Yeah, I was there for a year at Carpinteria. Yeah. Hmm.
1: And then immediate, immediately to Lompoc High School?
2: Yeah, back then they Lompoc was very aggressive in kind of headhunting. And so they would call universities and say, can you send people up? They would interview and I went up here. I've Wait, been here ever us? since. I was 88. 88?
0: 89, yeah. Holy cow. We've been here a long time. <laughs> yeah, I graduated high school in 88 uh, You're it's making me. me feel young right now.
1: Yeah. No. You want to know when I graduated I don't want to hear what
0: you, <laughs> when you graduated. Yeah, I was <laughs> here in 90, I
1: think. Yeah, I still hadn't even started high school.
0: Yeah. Whatever. I'll turn that thing off. Okay. Yeah. What nicknames do you have for coworkers?
2: Appropriate <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't appro- want to get in trouble. Yeah. As Comas borrows the Chilean sea bass.
1: <laughs> just,
2: I guess it's a compliment in my eyes. Yeah. I go by a lot of names. I go by Colonel Whitesmoke. Um, that's my wrestling federation name because I'm the vice president <laughs> of the Long Wrestling Federation.
0: Oh <laughs> no, I wish I would have known about oh, yeah. this. What? I could have came up with a bunch
2: of... Yeah. All right. In Northern <laughs> California they call me Black Spider. Why I don't know. I don't yeah. know. In Monterey, when I'm fishing, they call me squid vicious. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, when I'm diving underwater, they call me the mantis. Oh, no. Yeah, because of my speed and catching lobsters. I strike like the mantis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, That's yeah, what's about.
1: All right. Um, what were some of your most memorable high school experiences when you were in high school?
2: Hmm. Memorable, like good or bad, or some mad? Um, oh, so, any of them. I've heard yeah, something about like age. getting asked to a dance or something. <laughs> no, that was always a struggle. It uh, <laughs> never went well for me. Um, we we had our prom in the Bank America building. Uh, we in San Francisco. We'd raised so much money that we had. I think back then which was early 80s. I think we'd raised $50,000. Oh my God. Yeah. And um, we we had Journey was gonna play for us. And then there was some lawsuit and they bowed out two days before because they were afraid, their manager was afraid if one of them lost their voice or something, they had to play in Candlestick Park the next week. Sure. So they didn't want to risk it. And we were gonna pay them $10,000 for two hours. So we did get their second band who opened for them. I think they were called like Mr. Big. They were, they were pretty big at the time too, but they were one of those Bay Area rock bands. And uh, we, we put our prom on the top of the Bank of America building. Uh, and I still couldn't get a date, but my, my friend was the ASB president. He, he was very smart and very businesslike, but he, he somehow got elected out of a miracle and uh, he just raised a ton of money. Now That's we, crazy. $50,000. Yeah, they, the principal asked if we would leave some for the junior <laughs> class. And when he left the room, I said, we leave them nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we leave them a penny. So of our sport events, like I, I ran a, ra- a cross-country race in St. Louis, Missouri, on that money. Um, we sent some other sporting teams, different places in the nation. Yeah, we, we had this kid, he, his name was Slimy Pete. And slimy, pe- he
1: went to school yeah, slimy he paint. Yeah, he told me wanted to be.
2: He told me wanted to be the ESV president. and I said that you never win because you're not popular enough. And he won. He made a great speech, and he won. And we made these cards to go to all the businesses, and we basically told them, if our if our students go and eat lunch there, we want ten percent, but we'll guarantee that your um, business goes up. And mm-hmm. so it spread. We had more and more people shopping in places, and they had this little long, high school card. It was in Northern California, and they they would give money back to the school, and the money just came raking in. That's crazy. So we had some great, um, yeah. We had our homecoming. It's at this beautiful golf course, and again, I couldn't get a date. <laughs> one of the, yeah, one of the problems was I wanted to take a boat to it. I wanted to take my boat to it because it was mm-hmm. on the water, and I couldn't get anybody to take go on my boat. It wasn't considered cool, so. Um,
1: I so had, you asked people to the dance? Yeah, uh, like, yeah. My
2: senior year you know, prom, I went zero for six. Oh
1: 0 for my gosh, yeah. just six people.
2: Yeah, but I scored on number seven. Yeah, yeah. She was the untouchable girl, um, but uh, that's why I had a chance. So her her dad wouldn't let her go, but I met the dad and he let me go with her. So, but that was in San Francisco, but I didn't get to go on the boat. So, no, I did go on the boat, but I went alone. I think. Which is a little day. bit sad. Well, I think when I went with my homies, and we fished along the way. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, uh, I probably have a lot of memories from high school. I probably uh, don't know if I choose to forget them. So, all right. So, uh,
0: are you always in character, <laughs> or is the, or is, or is? Mr. Zellers teaching is that Mr. Zellers? Or are you always in character? That's what we're talking about. Because you, you're like a folk hero.
2: No, I, I'm not always in character. I think um I think part of my mantra is like to keep the kids off guard. Like I think when they never know like what the, <laughs> I think sometimes they have a hard time like like is he is he telling us the truth? <laughs> Or is he not? God, or... That's
1: what we're asking. Yeah,
2: really. so I, it mixes. It goes back and forth. But I always give them the option of asking me. They can always say, Are you telling the truth. And sometimes we will be like, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> or... or
1: one time it came up in my class. Something. But it has a
2: purpose. Yeah, it has a they purpose. They said
1: something, and, and that was totally, clearly a lie. Right. And something. I was like, you guys, you understand that he lies to you, right? Like, Mr. Zellers lies to you. And they were like, yeah, but we like it. That was their exact quote. Yeah,
0: we
2: like yeah, it. So keep on lying. We
1: like it. I was like, okay, as long as you know.
2: <laughs> like, there's some stuff. like true. Talking about gravity, and I just slip in, like. Now I was the fourth person to the moon, not the third or the first, but so I don't get a lot of fame for it, and I just keep going. And uh-huh. I look out there, and there's not even any smiles. Because they're they're I don't know if they're listening it. or not. Yeah, it just <laughs> it just goes past them. That's funny. So yeah,
1: you were here when Eva Luna was here. She mm-hmm. used to spread rumors about me.
2: Oh, that really? I was
1: a, she had two solid ones. One was that I was an Olympic racquetball player. <laughs> And so, like, who's gonna know that thing? They they wouldn't research it. They just, they just went with it. Like, she's, you know, she's an Olympic athlete, right? Yeah. Spreads all over the whole place. The next one was that, like, I was a criminal. I've been arrested because I stole my parents' car back in high school, and they'd be like, (laughs) "Is it true?" And they'd be so scared of me as
2: a
0: result. Yeah.
2: Social media create your own fame now. Really, if you wanted to, you can be whoever you want behind that. Behind the phone and the computer.
0: I had the same thing happen to me as like out of high school, probably two or three years. A friend of mine, but I, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. And he was with some some guys who hadn't seen me or whatever. And they're like, hey, there's Johnson. You know, what's he doing now? And 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 this guy, Scott, was his name. And he's like, oh, you guys didn't know? He's like a multimillionaire. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm seeing these people. And they're like my best friend. And I had not seen him in like four or five years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, so was, I was like famous. And then like I heard about it. So I just started playing into it. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was fun. Yeah. Just I messing think, with people.
2: Yeah, I I think kids don't, or people don't get it. I mean, a lot of it's really just for my own benefit, just to keep them right. going crazy mm-hmm. in the classroom. You know, you teach six periods a day. If you don't entertain yourself, you're somewhat, mm-hmm. you know. As I mean? long as you don't use sarcasm, that's the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> a relationship sarcasm. breaker. That's right. Yes. We've been destroyer, that. destroyer. It's a relationship. <laughs> We're learning that on Wednesday mornings. Destroyer. Yeah, it lasted like five seconds
0: the first day yeah <laughs> then you broke i broke i couldn't help it
1: did you make eye contact when he said sarcasm's a relationship destroyer did you our like whole, look our whole table the like
0: threw their arms <laughs> yeah. up and i think you were at our table were you yeah. we all threw our arms up we're like what are we gonna do for 180 days nothing yeah it was great yeah that's working out well relationship destroyers yeah. all right
1: don't laugh let's hear
2: it what keeps you sane what keeps me sane is i have a lot of stuff i'm always doing i you know i teach and then as soon as i'm done i go home today i have to work on the well because the well went out uh where we have a pumpkin patch you know i fish Mm -hmm. i have honeybees i have an orchard uh there's never a moment that i don't have something to do i don't i don't think i could ever be bored in life
1: what about, like, in the middle of the school day when, when, like,
2: you've had it? How do you not snap? I do snap. <laughs> <laughs> but I only snap briefly, you know. What's like just... your, what happens when you snap? Uh, just the mood changes. But it changes back really fast. Like, I deal with the problem, and then I, I just snap back, you know. I deal with kids, I move them or whatever, and then I just go back. I never get, I never snap for very long. If I'm angry. It's last a couple seconds, and that's it. But always, you know, after school, I always have something to do. I'm always busy, so I never. There's always something to work on when you're living on a farm. You know, it's always plenty of work. We have a pumpkin patch right now. That's three for twenty dollars. <laughs> The gourds are a dollar a piece. Yeah, Get them they're, they're, they're going to go sell out quick this year. It's the big yellow house. <laughs> What's that address? Twenty Fifty Sweeney Road. In case anybody you can, you can a, see it from Two Forty Six. Yep. Uh, when you go over the bridge, look to the right. Now my competition's to the left. That's Mister Mosby, but he lost his run for mayor. Anyways, mm-hmm. so. yeah, so he doesn't. Care. No, his pumpkins are inferior to mine. <laughs> 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 they really are. <laughs> they're green. And you
1: yeah. got the uh, the sunflowers.
2: Oh, we do have sunflowers. We have some eating squash. We have tomatoes. I have healing crystals. The healing crystals go big. Um, whatever you want to heal, I can heal it. I could go it would get really inappropriate with that. Yeah, with <laughs> crystals.
0: Healing <laughs> crystals. So
1: we're, gonna, um,
2: we're gonna stop. Yeah. What? No, no, no. I had
1: something else. Um,
2: oh, how do you stay awake through all that? You never just want to go home and take a nap? I do take a nap. Sometimes when I get home, I just crash. There are nights when I go to bed at like 7 o'clock or 8 Mm o'clock. I mean, I just fall down sleeping. But I generally get up pretty early. But No, I definitely get tired throughout the day. There's always something. I mean, I can't even make a list. There's always something to work on. There's always something to do. I'm never bored. Mm -hmm. I should probably do less things than more. You know, you get too many things on your plate, and you can't do any of them very good.
0: All right, what's the most imaginative insult you could come up with
1: <laughs> you don't have to say who it's to <laughs> like
2: most imaginative insults yes oh my goodness i don't i don't know i try to keep my mouth shut i guess i'd have to go back with the sarcasm you know oh, yeah. i guess that works have to well yeah i mean if the, the most imaginative insults just to take the other route by saying like that is maybe the smartest thing I've ever heard said <laughs> in my entire life is
0: it have you found that that just like breaks the relationship right there uh, I
2: don't know I think the extreme part of it like it, of my 30 years that is the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life and I'm pretty sure in the whole entire universe you know you just said the smartest thing ever I think it the if you go extreme then it's not you know what I mean I think that's would be the how many Best times have you gotten a thank you out of that? And a hug. <laughs> I think most of the time they don't know, like it's an insult. Like, I think a lot of times they're like, thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, especially freshmen. Yeah, I don't think they... they're going to go with it.
1: No, I get it. They really believe
2: it. I do know. I try to not say anything really. If I, I try to just move on. Um, I think that awkwardness in class is always funny when kids say something like, really awkward and there's deadly silence i i sometimes catch myself just staring and then i start wondering what am i doing here and then i'm just like okay let's move on <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe the best insult really just okay thank you let's move on like there's nothing to say i think
0: i think that's gonna yeah be. yeah Oh. That doesn't work well with a podcast. The whole facial expression. Yeah, yeah. No, they can't see your face.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was trying some good. Stuff. My
0: students would understand. They can it. They see it every day.